you walk into a McWinder King's, a chain of family-adjacent restaurants. They are as widespread as they are identical. Even in the smallest of towns with the quietest of townsfolk, you'll be greeted by the faint glow of that blue neon sign with the signature blood-red crescent moon sea just off-center. With so many convenient locations across the globe, you would assume that McWinder King's was the undisputed top dog in the fast food service industry. And yet, you've never seen a commercial, a billboard, an advertisement of any kind. In fact, you sometimes forget what a McWinder King's restaurant looks like, or how the food tastes, or if you've ever been to one before in your life. You may even struggle to picture McWinder King's in your mind at all. But just when the idea has almost faded, just when the name McWinder Kings finally begins to loosen its grip on your tongue's tip, you feel the cool blue of neon on your neck and the sharp burn of the blood-red crescent resting just off your spine. You turn around and suddenly you are washed with the knowledge of what's for dinner. You walk into a McWinder Kings. Welcome back, everybody, to You Walk Into a McWonder Kings, the new role-playing game from Something About Geek Stuff. First off, I'd like to thank Jalen Portillo, <laughs> our wonderful, wonderful narrator. And Jonathan's friend. Yes. He is a great voice actor. I beat him once at Dr. Mario, and that's the entirety of our relationship. Gosh. I, I'll, his business info will be in the description if he... If he allows it. <laughs> Fantastic. And if he doesn't allow it, I'll link to a cool picture of a dog. Okay. So anyway, welcome to episode two of You Walk Into a McWinder Kings, the homebrew role-playing game that Jonathan and I made up. Indeed. The rules are simple. Jonathan walks into a McWinder Kings, a international chain of restaurants. He has some objectives to conquer. He has to go inside. Did that. Has to order his food, pay for it. Eat his food, and then leave. Oh, I have to leave now. <laughs> well, I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, he did an excellent job the last time. <laughs> you know how hard it is? I wrote a whole arc, and then you died in the first episode. <laughs> Just from a storytelling standpoint, I want you to appreciate how much that broke this narrative. Gosh, shouldn't have told me my arms are tired. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, you got what McWinder Kings is from the intro. Maps up on the screen now. Yeah. If you're listening to the feed, you won't miss much. Yeah. And, uh, what you call it? When the pod- podcast version of this goes up, the map will be in there as well. Cool. Alright. Jonathan, are you ready for this week's prompt? Okay. <clears throat> you walk into a McWinder Kings. The tables and chairs are all perfectly aligned, the store an immaculate example of order and cleanliness. That is, except for a large dark stain that has consumed most of the corner created by the opposite exit. It shines not like grease, but you can't quite determine what it is at a glance, or if it's a risk to your health. Sitting at one table, a businessman with his head in a newspaper, with his back turned to you, and at another, a young blonde woman with her back to the door as well. In the middle of the floor is a custodian and smot bucket with a wet floor sign that's seemingly unnecessarily placed nearby. Okay. What would you like to do? 
Do you call it? Uh, where's Where's the newspaper man? Newspaper man is going to sit closest to the corner there at table C five. So he is going to be right here next to your trash cans when you first come in. Okay. Your blonde woman is going to sit at the table with GF7. So she's going to be sitting across from the counter. All right. So. The corner takes up H1 through 2, which is just the opposite end. And the wet floor sign is placed at E3 with the mop bucket at E4. All right. Hmm. Let's go up to the counter. So you walk up to the counter. Yeah. I will order a double stack. There's no one there. Can I can I yell into the kitchen? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Double stack, please. Your voice echoes a little bit. Ah, there's no reply. As you look up, after your weird exertion of energy there, you notice that all of the ordering signs are much smaller. There's a much smaller menu at this McWinder King's. Hmm. There's burger and fries, burger, fries, and a drink, just fries, chicken nuggets, just... The regular stuff that you see at McWinder Kings, but in a much more simplified manner. Okay. I yell up into the kitchen in the employee-less void. Uh, cheeseburger fries. Nothing happens. Huh. Unfortunate. Indeed. What would you like to do? Okay. So, that... That generator bucket, it's got a mop in it, right? It does. Okay. We're going to walk over to that, that janitor bucket. All right, you're now in the middle of the McWinder Kings looking at the janitor bucket. Yes. I'm, and you just want to look at it, yeah. interact with it, what do you want to do? I want to grab that mop. Okay. You pick up the mop. It's incredibly light. Ooh. And as you pull it out of the bucket, you realize there's no water in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Okay. I... Take that over to, what did you call it, Newspaper Man. All right. You have a dry and light mop walking over to the corner of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I will poke him in the back of the head. He slouches forward as the mop makes contact. Again, it's not heavy enough to leave an impact with somebody who didn't just accost a poor man who's just sitting there reading the newspaper, but... okay. He is slightly nudged forward. All right. He doesn't really react. I push him forward. You push him forward, and he just leans closer to the table now. His elbow's now resting on the table itself, still reading his paper. Okay. You're not sure if he's trying to ignore you to be polite, or if he just doesn't notice it at all, but there's no reaction, really. All right. I will push a little bit more and go, hey, newspaper man. Okay. Uh, as you push, he presses against the table, but you notice that his newspaper is incredibly thick to ah. the point that it doesn't give against the table. It just kind of pops against it and is just leaning there, almost like it's holding him up. Hmm. He doesn't reply to your action. Suddenly, 
Yeah. You hear a distant sound. Okay. A deep and distant beeping fills the air. Uh, no. (laughs) It doesn't get louder. It's not coming closer. Yeah. (laughs) But there's now a loud beeping (laughs) that feels as if it's coming from outside the McWonder case. Oh, (laughs) jeez. So... You ready? <laughs> you know, look outside the window. You walk over to the window. Which window would you like to look at? Okay, well... well this one right here. Okay, so at B3, you go to the window, and you go to look out, and you notice that the window itself is incredibly streaky not quite clear and almost cloudy to look through you look out and it's dark you can't see much a couple lights flickering in the distance but nothing major hmm really do you remember what time you walked in hmm not at all (laughs) am i wearing a watch Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you are actually right now wearing a watch. I don't know why you need to ask me about that. Gosh. <laughs> Is there in game time and outside game time? I will tell you your in game watch says it is six thirty. Okay. Six thirty. All right. Interesting. And what was? What's it look like outside? Streaky. Completely pitch black to the streaky, cloudy window. Mm. Uh, a few lights flickering in the distance of different colors. Yeah. But that's really all you can see. It's just blackness in that light. All right. So. What do you call it? I. Well take my my mop and then poke <laughs> the blonde lady at table <laughs> that table <laughs> why don't you just <laughs> randomly poke whatever alright so you are at the table GF7 we've discussed that already that middle table just off the side of the restaurant Yeah. you poke the woman she just kind of leans forward again the beeping continues yeah hmm Yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to endure something. Uh, Mop to to the oil streak. I have no idea what that means. Did you call it? Didn't you say like there's a grease? Oh, you mean the stain in the middle that's consuming the entire of that corner wall? Yes. Okay, so you take your mop over, and what would you like to do with it? I would like to. Disney Channel logo. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. Okay, yeah. Dun, no. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. This we is can jo- make reference this to it. This is Jonathan <laughs> from McWonder Kings, and you're listening to You Walk to McWonder Kings. And as you make contact, you suddenly hear a loud groan coming from outside. Mm. 
a distant, irritated groan. And the beeping has stopped. Okay. Okay. Uh, going back to your stain now. The stain, as you've irritated, the stain lets out a fermented scent now of fermented fruit. Yeah, that's a good fermented. Right, as if it were some kind of spoiled produce. Oh, that's bad fermented. Yes. Uh, You go to move the mop, but the second it's made contact with the stain, you realize you don't have the strength to pull it apart. Uh. Okay. So, did you call it, is it just standing there? I mean, you're holding it still. Okay. So, I let go of it. Okay, as you let go, the mop handle gives way, comes to the wall, and is now stuck to the wall, as is the top of the mop. Hmm. So your mop is now stuck to the wall. Darn. I gotta poke so many more people with that. There were only two people here. (laughs) Okay. So. Hmm. That didn't result in burger, so. Throwing the bucket at it. What? (laughs) We've gone to eat together. I don't know. Okay. So. You take the mop bucket, you go to lift it up. It's incredibly light again. Yeah. Weird for a mop bucket. Mm-hmm. You chuck it against the wall. All right, roll me a d20, please. Right. I would like you to get a five or higher. Admittedly, I just want to see how bad you break this mop bucket. Okay, I rolled an eight. An eight. I wanted a five. So you throw the bucket, it hits the wall, and you hear a crack. As the side of the bucket that made contact is definitely cracked in a way you cannot see because this thing is now stuck in the air. Yeah. Against the wall. Okay. Suddenly. Yeah. The ground starts shaking. Mm-hmm. The whole restaurant is suddenly vibrating with the force of the earth moving beneath you. Okay. But you notice something off about this particular earthquake. Instead of being a spontaneous, consistent shifting, it's almost rhythmic. It'll go for a moment, then stop, and then go again, and stop. And you feel that two-beat system. Mm. And then it starts to grow fainter. And it goes fainter and fainter until it eventually subsides again. The restaurant now, as you look around, is slightly off-kilter. Everything's slightly askew. Pictures on the wall are slightly turned. Tables are shaken slightly. Chairs are moved slightly out of the way. The stuff that was on the wall, the mop and the mop bucket, still definitely there. It didn't knock anything over, but it definitely has left you a bit shook. Okay. So current hypothesis, I'm in the stomach. With, With that face, I... I assume I am wrong. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to guess where this goes. Break a few more things, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. No, there's there's nothing left that, that I want to break anymore. I gave you three things in the scene. You have irritated all three of them. 
Okay. Oh, the wet floor sign did fall over. All I will right. tell you that. Interesting. Yep. The earthquake knocked it over. Okay. Let's head back up. Okay. You set up the wet floor sign. Still seemingly without a purpose. Hmm. Yeah. Just wanted to. Hmm. Okay. So. Let's hop over into the kitchen. Okay. You go over to... Are you going actually into the kitchen? Yeah. Hopping the counter, I assume? Indeed. You hop the counter. What's what's in there? All right. As you look around the kitchen, you notice the same regular McWinter King setup. Everything's weirdly a little simplified, though. Uh, Your fryer has two knobs. You have your stove that opens and closes and has an on-off setting. No particular freezer to speak of. Mm -hmm. But it all just seems weirdly simple. You look around and... The wires don't appear to be present. No ventilation shafts, no clear architectural remains, but everything's very clean. Okay. And everything's very simple. And in the back where the freezer would once be in the seventeen eighteen corners, you notice a bin that is labeled food. Hmm. Alrighty. I look into that bin. The bin is empty. Ah. Uh-huh. You notice that as you look at it, it is a bin that is actually a part of the wall. Hmm. Just a different color. So as your wall would be your off-whitish yellow kind of kitchen color, hmm. the bin has just been painted. Okay. So... I am going to mess with those knobs. On what? On both. On the stove and the fryer? Yes. You turn the knobs. It doesn't have any sort of give. It just turns. As if it's not attached to anything at all. You can turn it completely in a circle as many times as you like. and It doesn't really seem to be doing anything. So we're in Peavy's Playhouse. What do you call it? So... I will now do my next chaotic move, and let's let's go over to Newspaper Man and just, like, dropkick him. You kick over the Newspaper Man. <laughs> Roll me a, gosh, assaulting a person. Um, why don't you call it an even 10? <laughs> sure. 10 or higher. Uh, what'd you get i got another eight. Oh, you missed <laughs> darn you go to drop kick the man and straight up just kick the air and fall it feet a few feet away from him mm. like you tried to get a running start i imagine and you went to kick up yeah and then just dropped like you underestimated how far you would need to run mm. the man doesn't look away from his paper doesn't react to you throwing yourself at him. Okay. But he's just there, reading his paper. We, we gotta go WWE now. As you say that, the earthquake returns. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Faint first, but now getting closer. Louder. And the vibrating gets more intense. 
It's still that rhythmic one, two, one, two, one, two. But as things are vibrating, you notice that paintings are falling off the walls and chairs are being knocked over. Things are shaking, falling apart. And it's only getting louder. Okay. Only growing more intense. What would you like to do? Hmm. So, it's like one, two, one, two? Hmm? Okay. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Metronome. Alright. So, I shall end my vendetta with Newspaper Man. And, okay. and then, go over to, to blonde, blonde Lady and Tango. As you go to make this choice, suddenly... Yeah? The earthquake stops. Darn it! <laughs> there goes my beat. <laughs> and as you go to take the hand of the blonde woman, not saying a word to any of these people, <laughs> mind you, I want that on record, you hear a creaking sound as the roof opens up. Ah. Suddenly, an additional light from above fills the restaurant, and suddenly everything's slightly brighter. God, is that you? And you hear a voice. Ooh, what's that? A new toy? Ah, oh, yeah. So, Pee-wee's Playhouse was a correct guess. <laughs> <laughs> new toy wants food. <laughs> Drop some burgers, little boy. <laughs> Suddenly, you hear a loud slap. And the entirety of the restaurant is shot into the left direction. Chairs are tumbling over things. You have to suddenly dodge to get out of the way of the tables and chairs that are now flying towards you. Roll a 10 or higher. Let's help for not 8. 17! You are able to skillfully dodge the chairs until the onslaughts come to an end. Now all of the chairs in the restaurant and some of the square tables are now up against the wall with the counter, all thrown to the front of the restaurant. You hear the voice again say, Do I look like a little boy? Uh, what does he look like? <laughs> you can't tell. There's a blinding light and an angry voice that just told you it's not a boy. Uh, little girl! <laughs> Safe bet. <clears throat> you call it? You hear the voice again. Yes. Ah, fair. <laughs> Did you call it? Well, will you hand me food? Little girl says, I wake up mm -hmm. and come to my dollhouse to play my favorite game. And my new toy insults me by calling me a stupid boy. And then asks me to feed it. Well, well, apology and then ask, asking to be fed word. You really are a stupid toy, she says. You're going to play my game, and if I decide you get food, only then are you going to eat. Ooh. Jonathan Youngblood, deal with your child god. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how, how I thought the Betty Bee would strike me. <laughs> Your child god looks down at you and says, 
So, are you going to play, or am I going to have to break you like my other toys? You call it. I don't think my parts reattach. Neither did theirs. Ah, that's unfortunate. How much do these run you? I don't buy my own toys. Mommy and Daddy bought it for me. Ah, have they thought about insurance? I'm bored of this game. Ah. So, okay, we're, we're not learning economics today. All right, so, let's let's play your game. You're going to play? Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, boy, I see you already met Rachel. Mm-hmm. I think you two are going to go on a date this morning. All right. Let's, let's go on a date. A date requires food, right? Suddenly... A giant hand comes down from above, pointer finger and thumb, creating a perfect circle oh, of no. potential energy, <laughs> ready to strike. It approaches slowly. What do you do? Give it a big hug. As you hug the finger, you notice the potential flick loosen up. As the child decides that it doesn't know what to do with you, she suddenly shakes you off her finger and slams you against the wall. Ah. You're thrown against this counter wall here, and you're now on top of the pile of chairs that have been thrown against the wall with the punishing slap that came earlier. But I wanted to love you. You hear the voice again, louder this time, saying, Ew, I don't want to love a boy. You're yeah. going to be in love with Rachel. Okay. And that's it. Alrighty. Now get up, we're going to play. Okay. Remember, you are still lying on this pile of chairs. Indeed. Okay. Hey, Rachel. As I try to <laughs> climb over the stack of chairs... Where do you want to go on her date? Where do you think she wants to go? Hey, we should go to McWinder King's. You're not a very smart toy either. Ah. She says. You yeah. might have noticed that this child god is very rude. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that the flick. <laughs> Suddenly the two fingers come down and pick up the Rachel figure, yeah. or the figure you now know to be Rachel. The legs that were once bent in seated position are straightened out. And it is held inches away from you. Hmm. Well, what are you going to do? She says. Well, I tried the tango a little bit ago, but did you call it? Maybe we should go to the ball, Rachel. Suddenly, the entirety of Rachel's body is smacked against you. <laughs> Roll the dodge. Can I roll for embrace? <laughs> okay. All right, give me from break. Ten or higher. All right. Going on a date with Rachel. <laughs> 
Yeah, 15. <laughs> 15. You grab onto the Rachel figure, and you are suddenly stopped midair, hmm. and are suddenly violently shook. Ah. The, the child guy says, ew, 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 get off of her. Okay. That's not how people act on a first date, and throws you again against the wall. Ah, jeez. <laughs> This time louder, you hear something snap. (laughs) You can't identify what. You just know it hurt, and your body is now in pain. Uh, (laughs) Not broken, just something's not aligned right anymore. Should you call it a... Why am I being smacked of Rachel? (laughs) Why'd you grab Rachel without asking? (laughs) I was going to be hit with Rachel either way. (laughs) Yeah, you could have dodged. That was always an option. No. <laughs> okay. So. You rolled a 15. You could have dodged. <laughs> Truly. Alrighty, so. Alright. I would like a second opinion from my <laughs> my overlord. <laughs> You just said a lot of big words, and I'm not really sure what they meant. Uh, new toy needs idea. Okay, if you'll stop talking to me like a Neanderthal, we can actually make this happen. You don't know how smart I am. (laughs) I could be the lower Neanderthal. You get smacked suddenly (laughs) again with Rachel, unable to dodge. (laughs) I think I'm aware, she says. Gosh. <laughs> You've now taken two hits against the wall. Ah, this is painful. Indeed. Did you call it? Are all the other toys as smart? <laughs> the other toys don't talk. Ah. That was said in a condescending voice by your child god, not just me being sassy. Okay. Did you call it? Oh, should I just, like, be quiet then? Or, or do, I, do I have to talk to, to date Rachel. As long as you don't say anything else stupid. You're in a McWender Kings. Where do you think you're going to go to a ball? Huh. There's a nice nice room on the side of this place. You can kind of... Oh, wait. I, sh- I should stop doing that now. <laughs> that might be the first smart decision you've made all day. That's me, not, <laughs> not your child god. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Rachel, would you like to go out to dinner? You hear a high-pitched shrill voice, which I'm going to attempt to do. Mm-hmm. Of Rachel saying, Oh, I'd love to. Let's go to McWender King's. Ah, wonderful. She... Should we leave and then re-enter the restaurant? <laughs> the child god... Brings Rachel closer to you, her hand bumping yours. Ah, okay. I I will. (laughs) I should should have, like, put on protective gear before this happened. (laughs) Okay. Rachel, would you like me to hold your hand to to the McWonder Kings? 
Rachel can't say anything. Rachel's made of plastic. Oh my god. <laughs> That's me as your GM saying that. Yes. Okay. I'm more talking to the child god ah. acting as Rachel. Well, duh, that's what hitting on your hand means. Okay. You boys really aren't stupid. Alrighty, I'm going to hold Rachel's hand. Okay. You are guided by a twiddling walking motion for something that can't move its legs. Or through the railings to get into the line. And you are at the counter. Mm. You hear a rustling sound. as suddenly an employee character appears at the register. Uh, hi there. Hi, welcome to McWender Kings. You hear this new employee voice, sir? It wiggles back and forth as it talks. Ah. Uh, I would like two burgers and two fries. One, one for, for my lovely date here. That'll be five hundred dollars. Hey, Rachel. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you are not about to ask this plastic toy for a loan. I'm not even gonna interrupt. Please. <laughs> no, I, I I think I feel the eyes glaring at me already. <laughs> well, I, as a toy, definitely have that money, and will will give you a crisp five hundred dollar bill right here. You smack your hand onto the counter, and then the employee doll leans into it. Not able to actually move its arms past the standard Barbie position. Hmm. And hits its hand to the counter, brings it back, and hits it against the register. You hear a ding sound of a bell installed inside. Okay, I'm approved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your food will be right out, says the voice of the fast food employee. There are t- small, two small plastic cups placed in front of you. When I say plastic, I mean hard plastic, not soft. Okay. They have a faint McWender King's logo that's been nearly rubbed off on them. And you notice that rather than the normal color of a McWender King's cup, they are translucent pink. Ah. Yeah. So. Come on, Rachel. Let's go get our drinks. You take your cups, I assume, and make your way to the drink machine. It's your regular McWender King's freestyle machine. Okay. What do you... You like the drink, Rachel. I like fruit punch, personally. I love fruit punch, Rachel says excitedly. Ah. The doll wiggles back and forth as it talks. And you notice that it seems to wiggle in a happy fashion. Wonderful. Let's both get fruit punch. Okay. When you go to interact with the freestyle machine, you notice that the... Typical McWender King's menu is a sticker placed onto a purple large rectangle that is adhered again to the wall. Okay. So, 
I will place both cups to the machine. You go to place both cups in, they click together and fumble onto the ground. What kind uh. of freestyle machine has place for two cups? <laughs> All right, Mr. Specific. <laughs> it's not me. It's the good people of the McWender King's Toy Company. Good gosh. You know what they say. Accuracy is an adjective. It's their slogan. Hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry, sorry, Rachel. Let me let me clean off these these cups and and I'll I'll do it right this time. Okay. Rachel says that's okay. You've been so nice at anyway. And she lets you pick up the cups. Thank you. You're welcome. And. <laughs> <laughs> So, Your child God's been practicing her manners. <laughs> so, I'll I'll put one cup in. <laughs> All right, bring it to the to the end, and and then take it out. You put it in the plastic indent, and then take it out. You didn't press the button. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's strike two. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm really bad at baseball. Uh, uh, okay. Let me set it in. Press the, the button. Beep. Oh, did you call it? Did I? Did I get my ice? Did you press for the ice? Yeah, I initially pressed for the ice. Thank you. <laughs> Freestyle machine. Freestyle machine. <laughs> You're immediately killed. <laughs> the suddenly, the door, the roof of the latch slams shut, and the Wonder King's playset is shut down the stairs of the child god's home. You are killed on impact because you mentioned a different company. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> it's about to say, let me run. I'm gonna put a sensor over it so no one knows who I killed you for. Okay. I don't want any companies coming after us. I know, I know. I was, I was gonna record, record it over again. <laughs> it's worth killing for. <laughs> Oh, okay. no, I'll, I'll just censor both those out. <laughs> hey, fair enough. All right, uh, now, uh, so you say thank you to the machine, and the machine doesn't say anything because, as everyone knows, McWender King freestyle machines don't talk except for in Iowa. No. Ah. I want to know more about the album machine. Maybe next episode. Ah, okay. Right now, you're in a dollhouse. Indeed. Um, I will press the... Wait, did I already do the front? You filled one drink, yes. Okay. So there's nothing in it. I will hand that that cup over to Rachel. <gasps> Me first, so sweet, says Rachel. <laughs> and then I will fill up my cup as well, repeating those same actions. <laughs> I couldn't remember what sound the drink made the first time. Uh yeah, so now you have two empty cups that are full of imaginary McWender King's fruit punch. Okay. 
So, we should probably take our seat seat now, Rachel. Is there any anywhere particularly you would like to see? Well, it looks like the storm blew through and knocked over all the tables, nah. she says. The only tables left are the two big ones. All right. You look over at the tables and you see the slouched over newspaper gentleman. And you see the empty table. Okay. Let's go over to that em- empty table here. This peppermint's here, so you'll go. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you head over to the... Uh, you head over to the HG table, and as you go to sit, you notice that there are no chairs. They no are chairs. all against the wall. You were in a pile of them moments ago. Uh. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Says Rachel's voice. Don't worry, Rachel. I will get us both seats. So nice. I'll wait here. Okay. I set two chairs. Roll me a strength check of five or higher. Okay. Move the chairs that hurt you. This is less a physical strength check and more. Are you emotionally ready to face this? (laughs) Nine. Okay, you move the chairs without incident. You place them up. You place the cups confidently on the table. And nothing happens. Just a... Little heads up, this one isn't trying to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you go to sit, though, you notice that the cups slide towards you. This table's bent. Huh. Where you can look underneath and see that the round tables are not actually independent like the others are. Uh, they are actually fixtures of the plastic in the McWender King's playset. That are just sticking out of the ground. This one is now bent to the point that the plastic has turned that white color, showing that there's the tension that's gone through it, and is now no longer suitable for you to sit at. We've got to pick a different one," said Rachel. All right. Let's go over to to that man over there and see if he wouldn't mind giving up his. So you walk over to the gentleman who's reading his newspaper. Hello, sir. Would you mind giving up? Your table for me and my date he doesn't look up because he is made of plastic but he says Harumph. no i hate love ever since my wife left me huh did you call it well i think love is is wonderful and maybe your wife will will come back Harumph. no she ran off to iowa with the talking mcwender king's freestyle machines so now I'm all alone and sad, so I'm not giving you my table. Oh no, says Rachel. What are we going to do? Hmm. Well, do you call it? It's very possible that we may ha- have to set up a new new set of tables, Rachel. Before you can do that, the hand that is holding up Rachel sets her against the wall and then comes down and with two fingers rips the head off the newspaper man, chucking it into the kitchen. Ah, well, love hurts, sir. <laughs> I don't like that toy anymore. He messed up our game. The body is picked up and slammed against the chairs with the appendages flying in all directions. The newspaper cracked in two, lying at the base of this chair mountain that was caused by the vicious slap. If I were to say something stupid now, I would say that I would probably want to attach those two arms to myself to make, make myself cool. <laughs> But, 
as a person who's not about saying stupid things. Let's sit down at this table, Rachel. Okay, you sit down at the table. Alright, tell me about yourself, Rachel. Well, I'm a fashion designer, veterinarian, and detective. Ooh, all wonderful jobs. And I have four horses and six cats, and I get to stay up as late as I want. Wonderful. Where are all those horses and cats' names? Um, and she drones on with the um for a significant amount of time to the point that it's just impressive. And then she names off ten horse names that I'm not totally Googling right now. You could just go with cookie toppings, really. Let's just see what ten horse names brings up. Their names are Star, Dakota, Cheyenne, Misty, Spirit, Blaze, Cowboy, Lucky, Buddy, and Chief. Thanks, BuzzShare.com. <laughs> For a second there, I thought we were going to Mob and Mob 5. <laughs> <sighs> but, impressive. And they're all my best friends, and we all hang out after school. What a convenient time to hang out. <laughs> this is getting boring, you hear the voice say irritated. Ah, hi. <laughs> I am, well, very more interested you in you. You take too long. <laughs> no, Let my candy's gone. Let me try, Let me try that again. <laughs> you take too long, says the voice, and suddenly you see the pressured... Pointer finger coming down again, you're flicked in the head. Ah. You fall backwards, unconscious. Ah. And in your state, you have a vision. A large burger floats towards you from a distance. You're in a completely white room. Ah. <laughs> the burger flies towards you slowly. There's a faint hum in the air. Suddenly, a splash of McWender King's cola falls in the distance and cascades into a rushing river. The burger's closer to you now. Within arm's reach, what would you like to do? I would like to take my two extra arms. <laughs> you hear a voice suddenly whispering behind you. You don't deserve them. No! What do you do? I cry. You fall to the ground and cry. <laughs> Suddenly the camera pans up on a crying fetal Jonathan. <laughs> and you wake up again. Hi. The roof is closed. Darkness has filled the McWender Kings. The destruction of playtime is still there. Rachel is nowhere to be seen, and the parts of the newspaper man have yet to be picked up. Uh. You are now alone in the dark in McWender Kings. Hmm. I guess this wouldn't be an appropriate time to have my extra arms. So, I'm aware that putting the arms on me may 
results in a smacking once more. Possibly. So, let's not do that. But, yell out into the void. Please, Rachel, give me another chance. There's no sound. Ah. Oh, then. Hmm. Maybe I should... Did you call it? What time is it? <laughs> you have no idea at this point. Ah, but did you call it? You t- look down, your watch is smashed. Ah, that's unfortunate. You don't know at what point it was destroyed, but it's just, like, beyond repair broken. Yeah. It's essentially a bracelet. Gosh darn. Did you, like, go to school or something? <laughs> I don't know. Look around. Find some stuff. Do some stuff. I'm afraid. <laughs> you should be. These restaurants are specifically designed to kill you. Also, I want the whole listening world to know that Jonathan just took off his watch. Same <laughs> character. My wrist is also sweaty. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's let's uh. Let's try to read simple newspaper man. Wait, no, no, no. Bad idea. Bad idea. Mm. <laughs> uh, can I fix that table? The bendy broken table? Yeah. You can try. Okay, let's give that a try. Okay, so you go over to the table. Again, it's just slightly bent enough for things not to sit on it. Mm. Uh, the plastic itself is pressured because it's just being bent and played with for however long this toy's been in use that it's just kind of wear and tear okay. of a rough play time or two Alrighty. so the only real problem you see is the fault in the base where it's been hyper bent one way or the other what would you like to do i like to try to straighten it okay um you notice that this plastic is significantly tougher than the rest even in the strained area but you also have to be careful not to break it so i'm gonna have you roll a 10 or higher Okay. Uh, 11. All right. Uh, With precision and strength at the same time, you are able to slowly work the plastic back into place, removing that uh, white tension point. Yeah. And now the table is straight. Wonderful. What else would you like to do? Uh, hmm. Let's see. Uh, I want to... Go too far from boundaries. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll I will re- reassemble newspaper man. Okay, you walk over to the newspaper man who, like a better word, has been vivisected. Uh, limbs are sprawled all throughout the chair pile. His head was again chucked into the kitchen. Huh. Newspaper is just snapped. It's just broken plastic. Okay. So, we'll try some reassembling his arms. 15 or higher. 15 or higher? Okay. Ooh, 6. As you go to attach the arm to the torso, you realize that the rubber band joints that were holding them together are very much snapped. You can place them into the socket. However, they seem loose and unfitting now and seem to fall out onto the floor each time. Hmm. Okay. So, hmm, there's not much 
that I can repair him with. So, I guess I, wait, what you call it? Uh, can I snap off that broom handle? The one that's adhered to the stain on the wall? Yes. Okay. You go over to the stain on the wall, and it, again, reeks of fermented fruit. And you begin to pull on the stain. I need a 15 or higher. Darn. <coughs> Eight. As you go to pull, your hand slips. You are now stuck to the wall. Ah. Oh. Your palm is now against it. What would you like to do? Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna have to lick myself free. Huh? I mean, okay, you lick the wall. You taste the taste of spoilt sugar and fermented apples. Huh. Did you have, like, a caramel apple in here? (laughs) It's just disgusting. You realize swiftly that this stain is months-old apple juice. That has been spilt in the McWender King's playset. You lick it to no avail. So my hand's not free? No, not at all. Darn. Also, there's a terrible taste in your mouth now. Sorry about that. Don't lick mysterious stains, kids. God, what if your stick stuck to them? (laughs) Don't grab mysterious stains, kids. Gosh. Alright. You are now still stuck to the wall. Gross Mm. taste in your mouth. What would you like to do? I'd like to rip my hand from the wall. <laughs> Ten or higher. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing good with those. Mm. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a four. Ooh, you ripped the skin off your hand. Mm. Yeah, there's just blood everywhere now. Mm. Severe stinging going through your hand as the brown and red mix together. The only thing stopping you from admiring this sight more your own handprints to the wall is purely the fact that the stinging is so severe because your entire palm has just been ripped off that you're just overwhelmed with pain this is not a fun experience nope what would you like to do i would like my palm back but that's not happening (laughs) not without healing Hmm. okay so we're gonna yeah, is, is there, there any like plastic stickers I can? <laughs> oh yeah, the whole restaurant's covered in plastic stickers. Half the tables have plastic food on stickers on them. The McWender King's freestyle machine has the soda sticker. This thing is stickered out, man. The okay. counter itself has the McWender King's logo stickered down at the bottom of it. The bathroom sign has a sticker that shows the bathroom logo on there. The doors have stickers on their plastic, cloudy. Glass. I can't call it glass. The panes. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off one of the stickers and then use it as a bandage. Which sticker would you like to pick? Uh, let's let's do the the bathroom logo. No one's gonna gonna miss that. Let's do a five. You only have one hand. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do five or ten. You only have one hand, so let's do at the middle of it. Hold me higher than a seven. <laughs> ten. 
Cool, you peel the sticker off slowly, carefully, and it's got fuzz and what you can only assume is animal hair. Kind of caught in it where it was originally applied, and you wrap it around your hand. Hmm. It's not much of a bandage, but it'll cover up your hand for a minute. Oh, did you call it? The only problem would do, do much either way. Jukata's planning on folding it over and then tying it around, but yeah. I mean, you can do that too. Still got a cheap sticker attached to your hand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly the roof opens. Hi. Your child got us back. Oh my god, what did you do? Uh. The pens. <laughs> She sounds irritated. On what exactly? On what you are referring to. <laughs> I take it back, I take it back, I take it all back. <laughs> my hand my hand is on the wall. <laughs> Don't spill apple juice in your, in your dollhouse, please. <laughs> I'm I may be bleeding profusely. Wait, uh, no, you're, you're... That's probably a bad bad way to, to say it. Oh, no. This toy is broken. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you call it? Newspaper man's over there is broken. I, I still have my limbs and can articulate. That's a good idea. Let's take his arm and give it to you. Hey, I like that, but no. <laughs> Yeah, all we have to do is take yours off and pop his in. You know what? I can do that myself. You just hand me the arm, and I'll pop it in. Okay. I stick my arm in my sleeve. Oh my gosh, I am not going to lose an arm. <laughs> Let's see that bluff check. Now stops vibrating. Let's see that bluff check. 19. Wow, I was going to say 15 or higher. Okay, yeah, so you successfully stuck your arm through your shirt and took Newspaper Man's arm and stuck it in the place. You're holding it there, kind of with your armpit, I assume. Yeah. And, yeah, you have a new arm. Thankfully, this is a child, so she doesn't notice that you have somehow gotten wider. <laughs> wow, you did it! See, it's like magic. You're right. It is like magic. Are you magic? In, indeed, I am. I love magic. What other magic can you do? I can detach it and reattach it again. You showed me that trick already. Show me something else. Uh, do you call it if you clo closed your eyes and, uh, do you call it open them again? Things in in the room will be upright. I didn't think I'd say this, but roll a five or higher to lie to a child. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm guessing it was a twelve then. <laughs> Why? Oh, that's a one. <laughs> No, do magic in front of me like you did that last one. I'm not going to close my eyes. I'll miss it. Okay. She sounds really just irritated now. 
Alright. So, I will do the... Removing my thumb is, is a different trick, right? No, I've seen the arm trick. Do something no. else. I'm, I'm talking about a, a single appendage like a finger. Toys can't do that. Five or higher. No, oh, ten or higher. She's mad now. No. <laughs> I got a one. I'm going to die. Ten or higher. <laughs> yeah. Fourteen, okay. I guess that's true. My other dolls can't move their hands. Ah. Uh, okay, let's see it. Okay. I need a little thummy. <laughs> Ten or higher. <laughs> Why? Quit bluff checking. <laughs> she has You just keep lying. <laughs> Don't get mad at me when I make you roll for your lies. <laughs> She's going to kill me. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. That's the trick my dad does whenever we have my cousin over. I've seen that trick. Okay. Do you, do you have any cards? I don't. I don't know actually. I I have regular size cards, but I don't know if I have tiny cards. I could check my dollhouse, but... Hmm. Okay. Are you really gonna do a magic trick this time? Yeah, if you find me cards, I can do a magic trick. Fifteen or higher. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know you. You don't know any card tricks. <laughs> I know a few. Well, I know one. <laughs> And so you're paying for it. Roll higher. Oh gosh. Should learn more. Yeah, should learn more magic tricks. Oh gosh. Like this. Twelve. Twelve. Hmm. Well, I was gonna put all the stuff for you and Rachel's d date makeup in the McWender Kings, but I think you might try to make another trick again. So I'm gonna take it with me. Here, Rachel, you stay here and watch him. All right. Rachel is placed into the dollhouse once again, now wearing a military outfit, ready for combat. Uh, this is the detective or the veterinarian. <laughs> Rachel doesn't respond. Rachel's not real. Uh, so it's both. You hear the <laughs> rhythmic walking again, and you realize that the earthquakes that are happening underneath you are footsteps. Wonderful. Of your child gone as she scrambles around the room. Okay. What would you like to do while she's searching for tiny cards? <clears throat> uh. Gee, <laughs> Well, I guess since I've. Wait. What, what color is the newspaper man? <laughs> Because I just want my arm back. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> 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 
You could be changing your child to Mercy right now. <laughs> oh, I hate to break it to you that he's blue. He's blue. He's blue. Okay. This is a McWender King's place. <laughs> now that the people are painted the normal color. Okay. He's blue and Rachel's purple. All right. That's good. Well, not good for me because no. I want my arm back. I just didn't want to have to tell you that. <laughs> The cash register guy is painted green. What's painted brown in here? <laughs> not the stain on the wall. Other than that, not a lot. Okay. <laughs> well, that's painted to me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> You call it isn't very apparent which which arms which. I mean, yeah, one of them's a human arm; the other one's basically an acute angle. Hmm. Good gosh, I really just want my arm back. Did you call it? Okay, let's. Yeah, yeah, all right. We're just gonna leave that there. <laughs> Remember, the restaurant is in a light tremor as the child god looks around the room. Okay. So. Uh. Do you call it? I'm going to loudly shout. Wow, it's really sad that we didn't get to finish our date, Rachel. We could have sat down and eaten everything and had a wonderful time okay the vibrating the quaking stops for a moment as you say that and then resumes huh. <clears throat> yup it's sure sad that we didn't get to finish that date it would have been a really really great time this time it didn't stop Jukot. Like, it would have been way cooler than magic tricks. Essentially being ignored at this point. The vibrating still continues. As Child God looks for tiny cards. Oh gosh. So. Oh god. Hang on. <laughs> Let's. Was there any food put in the bin? <laughs> the food bin was empty. Yes, was there any put put in there recently? You hop the counter to go look. The food bin is still empty. Ah. I might die here. <laughs> Good gosh. <laughs> Rachel. I'm sorry to tell you this, but my, my final moments might be soon. <laughs> What? <laughs> you hear a panicked shout as the vibrating suddenly gets louder. Your final moments. The roof opens back up. What do you mean, new toy? It means I need substance. Oh, you mean like batteries. Yes, but my batteries are in the shape of burgers. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Hmm. Huh. 
Though, you have said some pretty dumb things. Maybe you'd be better with your batteries off. But, that's what's killing me now! What? Yeah, did you call it if my battery's out, I, I can't run. I'm, I'm a toy. <laughs> and you might be better that way. Did you call it... Well, I'll, I'll be dead. <laughs> no, your batteries will be off. I can put batteries back in you later if I decide I want to hear more dumb stuff. Huh. huh? That's how toys work. Did you call it... Well, as I've told you before, I'm a magic toy. You didn't say you were a magic toy? Indeed. Roll a... Tenor? You called him actually a magic toy. What do you mean? Mm. <laughs> Quit lying to children. Roll tenor. I'm not a human being. That's a magic toy. Roll tenor. Let's see what you are. Oh my freaking gosh. Yeah. 15. I'm a magic toy. Wowee, I didn't realize. That explains why you're able to do so many other things that my other McWinder King's toys don't. Indeed. So, what does it mean if you're a magic toy? I can't put batteries back in you? Huh, you can, but they're in the form of food. Okay, so I'll just let your batteries go, and then I can put them back in later when I decide I want to hear your dumb voice again. I, I have a finite lifetime, <laughs> oh, madam. Are you about to explain mortality <laughs> to this child? Okay. Essentially, just like maybe your fa favorite pet, I'll be set off to a farm once my batteries run out. <laughs> my pet doesn't run on batteries, you weirdo. Also, my dog wasn't sent to a farm. He died. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna die. <laughs> you see that over there? That's blood. <laughs> Ew. Yes. Why are you here then, tiny toy person? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you supposed to hear? Do you really want to talk philosophy with a toy? <laughs> so, you're not a toy that my mom and daddy bought me. Indeed, I am not. But I took you out of the packaging and everything. Yes, but I only assumed consciousness now. This body is not, not mine, but apparently it is because I'm bleeding. <laughs> My goal here is to eat a single burger and then pass on into the next life. So if I don't give you a burger, first off, I want to comment on the Indian in the cupboard nonsense we just started ripping off. But if I don't give you a burger, you're not going to pass on, which means that you're going to stay a dumb talking toy forever. Yes, until you smack me against the wall again. <laughs> I'm probably going to actually die here. Oh, okay. You see the fingers come down again? Oh, no. <laughs> Tender hire to dodge. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Why do you want to kill me? You put it in her head. <laughs> <laughs> three. Jonathan got a three. Okay. She flicks over Rachel. Okay. Woo! Rachel shatters. Oh no! Oh no! Rachel! She was my favorite. You made me break my favorite toy. Oh no. She got. The gods congratulate you. Wait. 
Are you a Catholic kid or? <laughs> Baptist. I, I'm not a cat. Oh, I'm not a cat. <laughs> Did you call it? Would you... <laughs> what color book does your mom read? <laughs> 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 My parents read read me the Purple McWender Kings book every night. Huh. Yeah, this is a dark timeline. <laughs> well, the gods, the the Lord McWender King. But what? The Lord McWender King. He's the person. He, he's like Santa Claus. McWender Kings is a restaurant. Yes, but there's a Santa that runs all those restaurants. I don't think that's right. The McWender King's book doesn't say anything about a Santa Claus. Huh. Did you call it? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, I really just need this burger to not die. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. So far, you haven't given me any real reason. You've broke all my stuff. You broke my favorite toy. I don't know if I want to keep you around anymore. Oh, uh, did you call it? Think of all the things I can, I can do instead. I can fix your toys. I can't wait for Jonathan's rendition to never had a friend like me. <laughs> <laughs> can your toys do this? <laughs> Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you've done less protective things. Why not? You do whatever you want, buddy. You see, I I could go that, but it's it'd be basically a, a pitch quiet quiet room with me going, <laughs> and that appeases no one. <laughs> <laughs> if anything else has gotten me me almost killed, that would be definitely. <laughs> oh my god! So I can I can fix stuff. I you can fix stuff like what? Like that table over there. It was crooked before, but now set these two cups back on it they don't lean anymore and fall off the table wow you fixed it yeah my hands are too big to get under that table to fix it i thought it was going to be broken forever no thanks to to your magic is that your hand on the wall <laughs> yes we explained this this is <laughs> why is your hand on the wall <laughs> uh because Again, I was... Apple juice. <laughs> oh, ew, gross. Is that what that is? Yeah. Did you call it... You may, may want to, like, just take a, a rag My and just wipe it. My hands are too big. You don't listen. Oh, then just rip off one of those bleach wipes and I can totally do that for you. Really? Wow! Okay, I'll go get one. You hear the loud stomping now, shaking the entire restaurant. You're literally being lifted off the ground, and then it gets quieter, and you're able to stable again. After a few moments. Are you wanting to do anything in this downtime? 
I don't know. What did you call it? Rachel's dead. Newspaper man's dead. I, I'm my only friend. They just want to chill out, wait for her to come back? Yeah. Okay. So uh, you hear the, after a time you hear the stomping again, she comes back, the restaurant shakes for a moment, then stops, the roof opens back up, and she hands you down a tiny fragment of a bleach wipe. Here you go. I had to ask my mommy for it. She didn't really understand the whole talking toy thing, but I think we can get this done. Here you go. Okay. She gives you a tiny bit of a bleach wipe. All right. I'm going to go scrub it, scrub it the wall. Cool. Uh, you start scrubbing at the stain. You realize you're going to need another bleach wipe or two. But you're able to make some progress. Hmm. Did you call it? Look at that. That's almost gone. Just need some more bleach bleach wipes and that's totally gone and fixed. Okay, should I drop it all in at once? Oh, no. Uh, did you call it... Just, just kind of like rip, rip off ten pieces, and I, I should, should be good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she hands you down ten little squares. Okay. Yeah. Let's. You free your mop. You free your bucket. You're good to go. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wow, it's gone, and I got my mop and my bu- wait. How'd those get up there? Did you call it? Well, when when the the room started shaking, they they those got stuck. Oh. Well, if I were higher. <laughs> oh my three. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> huh. You are a pretty useful dumb toy. Indeed. Can, can I get that burger now? Mm, I don't know. There's still a lot of restaurant to fix. Okay. Did you call it? Is there there any role I can do this to do this in one sweet motion oh I've got an idea okay you can work at the McWender Kings this will be neat I'll be your boss and I'll pay you with food you just have to fix everything for me and get it all clean so next time I'm ready to play it'll be all good to go uh sure okay so tell me what you need to clean and I'll go get it for you okay did you call it? Is there, there anything else weird in this restaurant besides just like. Not really. She's kind of knocked over a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, you're good. I just need to like reset some stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Um. Hmm. Okay, uh, well, I guess you'll work for the McWender Kings now, and I'll be like your boss, okay? Okay. What, Sh- what's your name, weird dumb toy? Uh, it's Jonathan. Janitor Jonathan. Mm. <laughs> I don't like it. Maintenance Jonathan. That sounds neat. Okay. Okay, maintenance Jonathan. I'll let you work in the re- restaurant, get everything straightened up, and if I come back to play next time and it's all together, I'll get you a food. Okay. Deal? Yes, sure. Uh, I'll take that deal. Okay, she extends down her pinky finger to shake. All right, now I'll shake the pinky finger. Okay. Thank goodness you messed up your left hand, huh? Yeah. And so she removes her pinky finger and shuts the McWinder Kings. Yeah. You are now in the dark. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll get get ready and reset stuff. Okay. So some time passes. You reset the tables. Mm. And some more time passes. 
And some more time passes. Well, and some more time passes. Okay. And some more time passes. Hey, Mr. Cashier, sure, man. I, <laughs> I think I definitely might die here. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Jonathan. I'm sure she'll be back at any time. Oh, you're a magic talking toy, too, huh? <laughs> no, you're hallucinating, man. Oh, jeez. That sucks. Yeah. You've been in here for, like, four days. Huh. What do you call it? Why don't you go to boarding school? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just a figment of your imagination. I can only go as far as your perception. Can you call it... Huh. Can I hallucinate some food that I can eat? <laughs> I don't know, man. Try it. Okay. Yeah. As you try to think, you picture a burger in your mind in the distance. It approaches closer. And closer. The burger floats in front of your face. What would you like to do? Hmm. Uh, let me turn and then bite into the burger. Turn as in the other direction? Yes. So you're facing backwards now, the opposite way of the burger. Indeed. You're biting at the air. Yes. Nothing happens. You call it burger hits the back of your head, <laughs> yes. I'm f- this is too good to be true. <laughs> Do you call it? So there's a burger against the back of your head. Alright. Uh, let's... Can I use this, this mental mind burger over to a table? I mean, it's in the back of your head, so sure. Uh, you need to roll me a ten or higher. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can't move it. It's there, though. Oh, it's loading. Still at the back of your head. Yeah. I really don't want to bite into it. <laughs> I've been to enough of these restaurants to know it's too good to be true. <laughs> I'm just kind of like doing light nimble. Okay, so you turn around and bite the burger. Mm. It's a burger. Okay, yeah. Let's continue eating then. <laughs> okay, you eat the burger. Alright. As you're eating, the cashier, who was never named, looks at you and says, Ha! Turns out imagination was the strongest weapon of all, bro. Huh. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Radical. Hey, newspaper man, what do you think about this? I'm sure the kitchen! <laughs> you hear from a distance. <laughs> Alright, you've now consumed your imagination burger. Alright. And slowly, you notice that the once clearly defined in front of you face of the cashier (laughs) has started fading into more simple plastic features. The cashier looks at you and says, Remember, bruh, never lose your inner child. And it's gone. Back into the plastic, the personality and friend that you've grown to know over these four days is gone from you now, leaving only a plastic idol to your friendship remaining. Alright. Toggle Eva, guess! <laughs> okay. You walk over to the door. Do, do these things have working doors? You're at the door, find out. 
Okay, push. You push the door open. Oh. You're now at the kiosk separating you from the outside world is a single door. Alright. Let's push open that door. You walk up to that door and you notice that it's where before everything was cheap, plastic, artificial. This door feels genuine. Yeah. Your hand meets cold metal as you grab onto the push bar. And you realize that the glass is no longer cloudy and rather clear, leading to the outside parking lot from which you originally came. Yeah. Let's push out into that, that parking lot. Roll me a 19 or higher. Oh my I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. You, you open the door and you walk out of the plunder tanks. Whoa. Would you like your epilogue? Yeah, sure. Cool. Roll that epilogue plug in. Time had passed, days, weeks, months, even years. And over time, the McWender Kings that you had come to know as your plastic prison had been shifted from floor to nightstand to vanity to cardboard box. Memories of childhood lost. But after some time, those memories come flooding back. And for the first time in decades, the plastic roof opens and light refills the McWonder Kings. You hear a grown woman's voice say, Wow, I guess that magic man did do a good job cleaning this thing up. The girl that you never asked the name of and will never know looks and reflects on one of her favorite childhood toys, and smiles, realizing how much she's going to make selling a mint toy on eBay. I hope you like the palm I left on there. <laughs> Jonathan Youngblood, you walked out of McWender Kings. Congratulations. It's really wonderful. You escaped the child god. I want you to know, did have a name. I don't care. You just never asked. You didn't care about that child's thoughts or feelings. No. I had a whole playtime set up. You guys were going to bond. It was going to be like an Indian in the cupboard thing for a minute. Then it would have been more like small soldiers. You probably would have gotten on a boat in the middle of a lake at some point. Oh. I was really not fond of that child. You missed out on a magical adventure, man. it? I hugged her finger. You tried. <laughs> You weren't friends yet. <laughs> but now look at you. Happily fed and out of the McWinter Kings. Yeah. I guess it just goes to show. Remember, listeners. Imagination's a powerful tool. But only in a good person's hands. Unless, of course, that good person has money and can get great toys. In which case, they can really just imagine whatever they want. Dude. Did you call it... Could I just bribe my way... <laughs> Possibly. That message was brought to you in part, of course, by the McWender Kings Corporation. Good people over at McWender Kings. Not good people. (laughs) Not good people, but man, can they make an imagination burger. (laughs) I made that myself, sir. (laughs) You were a McWender Kings employee at the time. (laughs) I was (laughs) maintenance. Jonathan, in-game, look in your pocket. Okay. 
What am I holding here? A check for $6.50 for your one hour work to McWonder Kings. I paid 500 for that burger. Oh my freaking gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so Jonathan, did you have fun? I feel a little bit traumatized. I did my job as a storyteller. So, yeah, some uh, geek stuff like that on YouTube. Subscribe for more traumatizing adventures through this horrible, horrible restaurant. And remember, at any moment, you too could know what's for dinner. Bye. Bye.